the Echo Sport Podcast in association with O'Sullivan Brothers DIY. Kitchens, wardrobes, stores and floors we supply to your design. Visit osbgroup.ie our in branch at Holly Hill and Toker. Hi, I'm Eamon Murphy, and welcome to the Echo Sport Podcast in association with our friends from O'Sullivan Brothers DIY. I'm here with Dennis Hurley and Barry Amani, and we're looking back at the weekend county final action. We'll touch on the divisions, uh, host the divisional matches on over the weekend, and we look ahead to the county football finals as well. I suppose we'll start with Parky Cueve yesterday. Blarney, Dennis, they seem to be happy to be going week on week on week. Yeah, it, it's it's amazing. I suppose the narrative demanded an, another match for them. More drama. Yeah, and drama right up to the, the very end. Um... Blarney led for most of the match and then got an equaliser and were deep in injury time and they have a sideline cut and Mark Coleman, the man who he'd want standing over such a, such a shot. He was told and everyone else was told that it was going to be the final puck, unfortunately for him. It fell short. Whistle went, Mark Mar referee blew his whistle uh, just before the ball ended up in the Newstown net. But um, the draw was was the outcome, and I don't think there could be any complaints really because it had been made clear. No, well, Mark Maher was cool as a breeze, but the Mark Mark always is, is always a very good referee. Like it's a funny thing to say about referee. I was think he's a good personality. I think players like him, very you know, so, and, yeah. he, and he tends to let the game flow and stuff. I'm sure Blarney would have loved if he said, actually, yeah, we we will play the extra three and a half seconds yeah. for, the, for the goal to stand. But uh, Mark was adamant; he was cool out when the whistle went, and I I, I know what decision I've made. So yeah. a draw was probably about right, was it? It it was over the course of the game Blarney will look back on some some poor shooting did nine first half wides I think 13 and all you know there, there's a lot of um, a lot of room for improvement for them there um, it, it was a game that you know the, the sides only had brief bits on top really it was very Tight close and yeah it was, it was kind of a typical final in a lot of ways no some were never going to never going to capitulate even despite conceding an early goal and they, they stayed with Blarney and then it looked like they'd kind of timed their run perfectly to, to go ahead in the closing stages but you knew Blarney were always going to get an opportunity or two and, and Barry Newsestone had beaten Blarney in the league and beaten him in the first round of the group and obviously both those games are without Mark Coleman but he, he was back yesterday but geez, Newsestone absolute classic Newsestone wasn't it yeah, and I don't mean that in the kind of oh yeah they're great gritty fellas and they can't hurl I mean they hurled well in patches too play, you know got some nice scores but they really stuck at it they didn't bow down to Blarney in any way shape or form nor should they uh, and they're probably unlucky enough that they didn't see it out in the end considering they went ahead at the right time of the game Absolutely like they, they conceded a goal after after two minutes uh, Padraig Powell got a great goal for Blarney and, and you think you know Blarney you know after a great win over uh, by Rovers we thought that they'd um, you know push on and you know Newstone's new maybe you know dual commitments might catch up with them finally but absolutely not uh, Newstone were very very good and uh, they stuck with, with Blarney and they, they went ahead and with a few minutes to go, and uh, you thought they had it, but um, no. But no, look. I suppose whenever the draw was kind of right like at the end, wasn't it? Right yeah, I suppose it? whenever there's a draw, people say, "Oh, a draw was probably a fair result." And I mean, in this I, case, I think, in, yeah. in this case, yeah, absolutely, it was a fair result. And uh, you know, roll on the the the, the replay now. Um, this Saturday. Saturday, so another game. And I suppose even you look at it like Padraig Power was the official man in the match, and got three brilliant scores like his one-two were all like, especially the equaliser at the end was a great score and the goal was well taken but like he wasn't outstanding and there was times where he was starved of possession which has been a theme for me anytime watching Blarney I often get a bit more ball yeah. to him he, he gets a bit isolated but it was that kind of game there wasn't a standout one player whoever won you'd say oh yeah he's definitely the man in the match yeah in the paper I didn't the really give it to anyone because you had guys 
Jack Mead was brilliant for yeah, Newcastle in the first, first half. half yeah, David Buckley half. really carried the fight for them in the second half. Um, but yeah, like you say, there, there was there was players at, at different moments. You know, Coleman showed why he's he was the best hurler on the pitch, but he wasn't the most influential player no, in the game no. as a whole, if that makes sense. And it, it was just that kind of game, just a bitty kind of gritty thing, you know. Yeah, it was enjoyable match, though, wasn't yeah. it? It was, it was, it was, it was very absorbing. Like, you know? uh, it wasn't a classic game, you know, but it, it was it, it was two good teams going at it, two fairly evenly matched teams, and they'd be meeting now for the third time in the championship, which is the only way this can happen if you're drawing the same group, meeting the final draw it and then play the replay. Um, but it will go to a finish next Saturday evening. So we could have penalties again. <laughs> we might, yeah. After the Bright Rovers drama. And, and I suppose in terms of replay, it's like, it's like, it's like last weekend, Blarney will be slight favourites because they have the, the, the three Cork players versus yeah. Lucy Stone one in Luke Mead. No, they still have Cahal O'Sullivan and obviously David Buckley played underage football with Cork and they have lots of players who featured on, on Cork panels in various other ways, but Blarney will be slight favourites, but it could go either way. Yeah, Blarney will feel that if they improve their shooting efficiency, that they'll have it in them, but... There's no guarantee that'll happen. Newstone will definitely feel that they can um, improve in areas as well. So I, I'd and agree with they had a football distraction yeah. and they still have a football final to come. So yeah, yeah I think the big losers are Newstone football management who yeah. would have They've lost this week they'd have had a two-week block that. planned. There'd be no problems from the point of view of fitness, but you know you are missing out on tactic tactic exactly work, I suppose, yeah, a week of just working on patterns and just getting the, like that, the, yeah. the mindset into the football football mindset. Yeah. Um, and and the the game. B- beforehand, Barry, we, we nearly had a mid Cork double, <laughs> which is yeah. why you predicted Ahabullah got there in the end. But Middleton gave them an unbelievable game, a kind of a very exciting match, yeah, in terms of scoreline, but point in it, yeah. Day. It was a very good uh, game of hurling. Um, I suppose Ahabullah won by a point, uh, 317 to 219, and um, you know, there was huge celebrations, um, after the game. And you know, Coachwood was, was buzzing Sunday night, and uh, I presume to be buzzing all week. and I suppose then they have to turn their focus to yeah, the, the football against Mitchellstown. Um, but look, you know, it's um, you know they got relegated from the from intermediate hurling uh, grade in 2012, and so it's, uh, I suppose it's taken them a bit of time to kind of rejuvenate the, the, the bring team, bring through some new faces and bring through yeah. uh, new faces and, and and so on. And I suppose they've been very, I suppose unlucky. I suppose they lost the 2020 uh, final um, Teog, a game they probably could have won. And um, took their chance on Sunday. I suppose they took their chance, and you know, Matthew Bradley got twelve points, eight frees. Um, you know, it, it was a really good game of of, of hurling. I suppose John Coffey got two two goals, which were crucial. I suppose they came at at, at key stages. Uh, Shane Town, the captain, got one two. Um, and you know, Killian Timmins, you know, he he played his you hurling. Him in the build yeah, up, he was a fullback. He he played very well. Um, he played his hurling with Dixborough, I think it was above in Kilkenny. Um, Niall Bowie Murphy, he's been a so great sovereign, the, yeah, great sovereign, yeah. He's, he's not that old. He's only, I think, twenty five. I think it is or twenty six. And um, he's been around a, a good while. He got a point. So, you know, our body will be will be delighted. It's their um, first. Uh, I suppose, you know, they, cup, county, they, they won a junior hurling county in ninety one. Yeah, they beat a header. Um, after a replay, I think it was, uh, but it's their first um, county success at intermediate level since nineteen ten. I think 10. was it. Yeah. yeah. Well. Um, so That's you know, great it it's, it's, no, it's, it's a great hurling area. It goes for there. Yeah, a absolutely. Great club. And um, so they've had it. So the last 15, 20 years has been tough for them um, in both courses. So they've lost a few finals and semi-finals and so on. But they finally, I suppose, crossed that line. But you know, you you have to kind of feel sorry for, for Milton in a, in a few ways. I suppose they were very unlucky. I suppose a draw. You know, you know, I suppose it was looking like a, a replay. And you know, if it was a draw, I suppose there would have been. Um, 
you know, very few, I suppose, people complain about it, and I suppose especially as after losing the, the Premier Senior final the, the, the weekend before, and the dreadful flooding as well. And yeah, yeah, in, it's in, been a t- tough know. weekend. And, and Middleton battled back well, Dennis, didn't they? Like, I mean, you know, they you, you said for a second team, Al Bullock kind of got a couple of goals, were in the driving seat midway through the second half, and said, oh, I'm going to coast for home here. And yeah. Middleton weren't lying down, like, it was, no, it was very and impressed and with that. They were able to draw on the experience of... Um, Aidan Ryan and James Nagel, you know, who yeah. would have been mainstays of the team for so long. And that, that's huge in a second team, just having that bit of experience. And then at the other end of the age scale, Alex Quirk got such a brilliant goal, you know, the way he doubled on that delivery. Brilliant technique, you know. He's and a Cork minor a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And th- th- that's the benefit of a second team then, that you have guys who are training with the senior panel, you know, and that brings brings your hurling on. And, you know, we we saw that... We saw that with Middleton. You, you kind of see with Black Rock as well, who whose intermediate team has been um, very strong for very the strong. Years, yeah. So they're in zone, winning the yeah. Premier Junior too. So it's it's a thing that has pros and cons as well. Like, um, and yeah, like you just have to be feel sorry for Middleton. You know, to lose count, two county finals yeah, is bad enough. And then what happened during the week with the flooding? And yeah, no, it was it was yeah. very difficult. I suppose Sars were in the same boat, but the difference for them is that they won the Camogie yeah. final on Sunday against Shandoon and won the senior yeah. against Middleton. So they had kind of a double celebration amidst all the the difficulties kind of off the pitch. Yeah, but so it, yeah. literally on the pitch in the case of their, <laughs> yeah, their Riverstone yeah. surface now, which will have to be rebuilt. Uh, it's c- c- kind of reality check, I suppose. Weatherways, we were lucky enough over the weekend too, lads. I mean. The amount of games that went ahead, considering the conditions, Parky yeah. Creef held up superbly. It was Sunday it's was an amazing pitch. It was pretty good day for most of it. There was a bit of a downpour after the Senior A final, but it felt like a nice autumnal day for a lot of it, which probably helped contribute to two good two games. decent finals. Yeah, yeah. and Barry wrote like whatever about Parky Creef, we'd expect that to hold up to flooding. I mean, last year Bars and Black Rock was in an absolute del- delusion. The game went ahead, but there were a lot of divisional finals played. Some venues switched, but uh, across the county there were huge. I suppose breakthroughs or you know massive gaps bridge for other other clubs who hadn't won for a long long time. It was it was great stuff to see all around the county. Yeah, it was a <coughs> it was a good weekend for another of our neighbours. Um, Canavy won the uh, Musgrave Junior Football Championship title for the first time since uh, 2007, and uh, that season, I suppose we can all remember they went on to win the the, the county Munster and Hall Ireland. Magnificent in, in season, that season. Yeah. Obviously, they, they can go on and, and represent Cork in, in Munster this year because the, the, the new the premier, premier juniors. Premier junior, but Great they beat uh, they beat Nascara uh, on Saturday evening in Ovens, one fifteen to two six, and it was a was it, it was a very good team performance. Um, I suppose they conceded two goals in in the first ten minutes, but they they stuck to the process and they they came out on top, and um, you know like they they got relegated from the um, intermediate grade in two thousand thirteen and. So they've been a lucky old last uh, so a decade that they've come up against, you know, like the Kilmoy and Ivan Airy who've gone on to do very well in the in Win the, the counties yeah. afterwards, yeah. Um but yeah, it was a good team performance and, and they, they move on to the uh the, the, the county now. And um playing Liz Gould, is it? Playing playing Liz Gould in the in the um in the quarter in the in the quarter final. Um and there was, I suppose there was a they'll, they'll, be, they'll be one of the favourites for the county. Or they, or they will be favourites, yeah, absolutely. Um, Musgrave has been so strong lately, and they look like they have a nice balanced team, don't they? There's yeah, a like mix like of the youth and experience there. The, the two dards, Evan and, and, and Connor, they were very good at, at, at the weekend. Jack Kelleher, um, Mark Healy, who has been played by in injuries, he he came off the um, the bench and, and did well at the weekend. And um, like there was t- the two players that came on in the second half, or two players that, that came on in the second half, uh, Dennis O'Sullivan and Paul Healy, uh, they were part of the 2007 team. Ah, yeah, uh, that's it, when you so have that bit of experience um, and cuteness in the back I, I suppose there's a good link as well on the, on the, on the, on the sideline John O'Brien the manager um, 
played, you know, in the, in that season for, for Canavy. So, uh, and Tommy Murphy as well is a, is a good club man. He's a selector. And Donna Wiseman from uh, Castleton Bear, he's a selector. He's living in Ahala. So, um, yeah, they've they've a really good team. Um, Interesting team. management on, team. And uh, yeah, it's look, it's, it's it's great to see them. You know. Um, They've lived up to the uh, hype yeah. as favourite from Cork anyway. Absolutely, so, you know, yeah. it's about turning it into a county and that does that, that can catch teams, I suppose. They'll have this week to celebrate or a couple of days to celebrate and then they'll the weekend after the bank holiday they'll turn their attention to the county champs. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that'll be the, the focus as was, you know, part one is done now and uh, I suppose the next start now is doing the county and um yeah, look you know, delighted for me, really, I suppose, you know, they've been very close over the last ten years, you know. Reaching semi-finals and, and and you know for one or two finals and they just weren't able to get over the line. But as I said, you know they came up against very good teams. But um, they had the moment in the sun on on, on Saturday. So and there was breakthrough yeah. results where we had Castle Magner. I think it was a you know nearly seventy years since they 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 had won the title last up in um up in Duhallow and Killavullen for the first time since two thousand one on the Avenue title. So there's other clubs and lurking out there. And Bill Gooley then in the the Southeast Junior A hurling, which um, their first final appearance was it down there. Uh, I'm not sure if it was their first final appearance, but it was their, their first, first win anyway. Owen Donovan scored two four, and Shawnee McGrath was the coach, so it was a double celebration for the family because Me Hall is the manager of Al Bullock, so very good weekend. A bit for of the north McGrath. side cuteness yeah. being spread around, <laughs> spread around. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was great for Belgooly. I, I suppose Belgooly traditionally their stronger players would have gone playing with Ballymartin. Yeah, and, they, and they, they've had a bit of junior B football success, but they've done well in the, the junior B hurling as well the last few years, which. I suppose shows the the benefits of the the, the county wide, you know, the confined junior B championship, um, that it can give clubs a chance of success and a bit of a springboard then and to, to retain players too, I suppose, which is key, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, for these type clubs, yeah. you know, whether it's the same with Saint Eta's Russell Rovers, we've seen down East Every, Park. His Google, coach, you're trying yeah. to keep your keep your keep your strong players as opposed to them going to pastures elsewhere for 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 throw. Like Newmarket, they were disappointed to lose the the semi final of the of the senior football to to Newstone and they uh, they wanted to do hello. Junior Hurling Championship the weekend they beat uh, Drum Tower in a in a cracker by all accounts. Yeah, high scoring game, uh, wasn't it? Four fourteen to two thirteen and uh, Hugh O'Connor, who would probably be better known as a footballer, he got two, he got he got uh, uh, two uh, two one in the Emma Kelly uh, division in the Junior Hurling Championship. Carrick Navarre uh, edged out St. Ives by a point, eighteen points to to one fourteen. Uh, James Ford, who who got man of the match, he got eight points in in um, and uh, that was Carrick Navarre where they were they were. They had lost the football decider, hadn't they? So yeah. to Liz Gould, which was Liz Gould's yeah. first ever title. So I suppose it was it was huge for Carrick Navarre to you know not end up losing two divisional finals in, in the one season, and they've been knocking on the door for a few years. And I think I saw Seamus Harney got one twelve of Saint Peter's one fourteen, but Carrick Navarre had just enough balance to to get over the line. And uh, I think we just mentioned uh, Castle Magna there a few moments ago. They won the Duhallow Junior A Football Championship final for the uh, first time in sixty two years, Whoa. and uh, yeah, so that was a. A fantastic, fantastic achievement for, achievement, uh, for him. And uh, Danny Lennon kicked four points. He did well for, for Duhallow. He was in Duhallow panel this year. He made a few appearances, so he did well for him. And uh, in the Avondu uh, division, the Junior Football Championship, um, Killavolan got the better of Charleville, 14 points to six. And that's their first title in 22 years. And a very good, strong football area, Killavolan. And first to Charleville, another they're a, the prominent hurling team now playing a Premier Senior. I think that's back to back. Junior A defeats for them in the last couple of years yeah. up and everyone they've won the title in the last few seasons so I suppose it shows you kind of that dual balance it certainly makes you competitive in both yeah and, and even in, in in the Carberry division which is just a bit behind the, the semi-finals run this weekend uh, Kilmacabee beat Tyg McCorrig in one semi-final which was probably considered the stronger side of the draw and the other semi-final then Barry Rowe beat Valenus Carty by 5-10 uh, 
to, to 111 and they're into their first football final in 20 years. They have Robbie Kiley, um, Tipperary footballer, playing for them. Ah, yes, yes. Former county winner with, with Carberry Rangers, but they also have Olin O'Donovan and Ryan O'Donovan who would have played Cork for, yeah. for Cork, yeah, and they had five different goal scorers as well, so very well spread around. So they'll be underdogs in the final, but I can't imagine them going in full of fear. And it's that, I suppose, you know, like the Evan Gales amalgamation there, which has at times been controversial, like a lot of amalgamations kind of over the years, but at this point, they just well settled in down there. Yeah. It's uh, Argentine Rangers and Barry Rowe, like they've, as I was saying on a podcast previously, they played Premier One minor a few years ago, um, and they've produced a lot of players there, lads playing in the current Ivory there with, with, with yeah, Clan and things. It and definitely it's definitely working and producing yeah, a better standard of player, I think. There's a good understanding between the clubs in that in years when the numbers are big enough, they compete on their own, and when they're not, they. They um they combine for Iban Gale, so it's not as di- it's not as if the underage of the clubs has completely disappeared. There's a a common sense approach taken, and I suppose we all sat over the weekend. Barry, we did draw for the Munster Football Championship, which seems strange when we're not even out of October. The Jazz Bank Holiday Weekend hasn't even been uh, completed <laughs> yeah. yet, but the old format is still in place in that we're making the draws very early. Uh, yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? There's I mean, no need for it whatsoever because the draws for the All Ireland take place. And the fixtures are set, you know, within a couple of weeks. You know, the fixtures are set straight away, but everything can be arranged very quickly. So I don't know why they need... It's, it's kind of a throwback, I suppose. Yeah, to the especially old when the time is set aside for the provincial championships, they know the dates. So, you know, it, there's a finite number of teams in each championship. You, you could have those draws in February or March. Yeah, it seems a bit, a bit lost. In, in yeah. The, and Barry Cocker... Playing Limerick, yeah, in Cork. the first round, and, and then the winners are, are well, Cork in Cork's case anyway. I think if Limerick win, they're hosting Kerry, but in Cork's case, they have to head away down to Clarny. Yeah, got got on so well down there over the last few years. No, no, no. Look, look, we have to get over the line uh, first above the Gaelic grounds. Absolutely. Um, you know, this, uh, last season, I suppose you know we we, we lost to the Clare above in Ennis, um, so you know John Key, we won't be taking anything for for granted. But um, it'd be nice to go down to Fistall Stadium and. Uh, Report and the and the Cork footballers for Cork finishing top two of the league, get promotion, ensure you have Division One football for next year. And then the provincial championship doesn't matter. You know, then, you know you're going to be in the All Ireland. Treat like obviously get over the semi final. Treat the Kerry game then as a free hit as preparation yeah. for the the All Ireland and getting a good seeding, because it's not it's not as pivotal as it once was. No, no, uh, which is sad, you know, because we all have great memories of big occasions especially the 90s and the, the mid noughties that's gone now for better or worse and the focus of the season has changed and it's all about doing well in the all Ireland. now it'd be nice to end the Munster the Munster wait but if you won Munster and then get out of your all Ireland group is that a successful season I don't think it is Pro- probably not but like the, yeah. the, league, the league is huge the like, league isn't is it? Thing very um, I'm looking forward to, to travel yes. up to Donegal and all that and but yeah, look, but on the other side of the draw, you know, we're hearing rumours that Peter Keane is in for the temporary job. I think the way the draw went might be definitely be pushing. I, I, I think that's it. not happening now. I think there is the, the um, talk is not. But look, yeah. okay. it, it's it's an opportunity for whether it's Clare or Tipperary or Water, well, Waterford if they somehow can completely upset the odds. But the fact both of them are on the other side of the draw from. Yeah, well, know, I, I suppose Waterford is still looking for a manager, trying to get a manager two months after Fitzgerald left and. There was even some fears that they might drop down from senior level, which would be an awful shame. Um, They've so really struggled, though, haven't they? Water yeah. all the yeah. click. You know, we, we can't say much in Cork, and you know, last to Clare and last month to find Tip last years. But generally, Limerick have been have been decent on and off in yeah. the last years. 
the modern era have been competitive full stop should have won Munster titles there back in the, the noughties but Waterford haven't really offered anything for a long no. time yeah underage is struggling hurling is number one there the, the closest they came was 2017 against Cork and Brown Field which True. True. you know I think that felt like a real idea for Cork football but um, you know it, it was an opportunity for Waterford but I suppose we were all looking at it through the, the prism of Cork and thinking is this as bad as it's going to get it's a pity, isn't it? Look, I'm, you know, I know, I know Waterford football. You know, we'll say it's never been particularly strong. It's, I wouldn't even say it's second fiddle to to, to, to yeah. hurling down there. It's probably behind soccer as well down in, in in Waterford in terms of sporting interest. But it is a pity that you know they're not able to build teams that are somewhere competitive. Well, if you start work very hard down there for two years and that. Yeah, they, they've had a few good club teams like them. They like the Noyo, no, and uh, you know. And, and you think back to twenty years ago when they might pull out a good win in minor run twenty one, but oftentimes. They're really good footballers, are better at or yeah. as good or better at hurling. Walsh, I suppose, jumps out anyway. As exactly, one of their thinking of, yeah, yeah. So, like Tipperary, we have made a few busts, like they won the, the Munster in 2020. KO have done uh, quite well over the last 10 years under Colm Collins. Um, repeatedly no, he, in the latter stages um, of the championship and getting dollar in the quarter like Limerick have, have been competitive, I suppose, over the last couple of years, but Waterford just can't seem to yeah, get it, it going at all. It's a pity. Yeah. And I suppose Ify Fitzgerald will be a, an interested observer this weekend. He's won multiple counties. He surely will. Any yeah. more Rangers as a player and a manager, he'll be down there supporting him, I've no doubt, on Sunday. That, that's the big game for picking ma- matches we want to catch this weekend. It's definitely going to be Nemo Absolutely. So Nemo against Castlehaven Sunday, 3 o'clock down the park. Um, it's actually at 3 o'clock. Um, you, know, you know, people might be caught up by that. It's um, the clock's going back to <laughs> Yeah. Um, but so look, you know, it should be a, a cracker really. Like, you know, Nemo going for their 24th uh, title. Even are going for their 6th. And, uh, you know, Nemo reigning champions. Um, do you know what? Nemo or Nemo? <laughs> Nemo or Nemo. Yeah. Like, their, their record in, in, in finals is incredible. So they lost two um, finals only. Four, they have four. four. Um, well, yeah. I have One, Jess Haven. Yeah, it's interesting that before 2013, the two clubs had been in 28 finals since, I think, 1972 onwards and never against each other. And 2013, they, they met each other in the final. And a Brian Hurley masterclass, yeah, if I remember that. Too. And in 2015, 2020, and this will be the fourth time in a decade, having not had any final meetings uh, prior to that. So like, it, it is, you know, it, it's the standard bearers from the city and the West. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a very glamorous pairing, isn't it? In that, it you know, is, yeah. the two of the best known outside of the Bears, they're the two best known football clubs in Cork, and obviously yeah. they're the top three for the last number of years, unquestionably. Like Nemo's four final defeats um, came against Musquey in 1970, Odovan Rossa in 1982, UCC in uh, 99, and De Haven then in 2013. So it's, an, it's an unbelievable. And record. that first final defeat was before they made the breakthrough. Yeah. So effectively, since they've won their first one, they've only lost. Last three, like it's yeah, you know, yeah, I that's unbelievable. And like the overall record, like between the two teams, like they've um played each other 14 times in in, in championship. Nemo won six, three draws, and five Haven wins. It's so it's it's, it's very tight, very tight, like yeah, that, um, that is very, very, very tight. And I suppose the feeling around the place seems to be over the last week that that Castle Haven, having beaten the Bears, having beaten Ballincollin, there was two last year semi finalists, they've played. Very good football for the most part. Even that game with Clan, the last group game, I know, I know they were both kind of looking to go through, but it was, it was a very exciting game. They've been great to watch, very direct, brilliant forwards. You know, just the Hurleys, you know, they've Mark Collins running the game as a quarterback. Everything they're ticking every box going in, and they're favourites for most people. But it's fair shades of last year when yeah, the Bears were the favourites and Nemo. They just all right. They they haven't you know pulled up any trees all championship long. They haven't needed either. Like no, but they're 
they're a championship team. They yeah, they know what to do, don't they? They face the challenge that's in front of them. They, the game they're to be played, and they go out to win it. Doesn't really matter how that's achieved, but they have such know-how. You know, guys, guys come into the setup and they they know that there's a standard to be met, and you have to get to that standard. And you know, the the way they they keep doing it, like their numbers are relatively limited. Yeah, like they don't have the draw in terms of players at underage that no. colleague or, or, or Sars or Glamour or Douglas have, you know what I mean? They're yeah. not fielding two full strength teams anymore anyway. That's no, a mix kind even, of that's, that's even when the they days. might have a strong underage crop, they kinda do it in such a way that everybody gets a game so that you keep fellas involved and you mightn't win much at underage, but they look at that as not really mattering all that much in the bigger scheme of things because you need the bodies. It's a bit like news sound do it as well. You, you when you have a smaller crop maybe you, you, you just make sure you, look you after keep them better, as many you of them for involved sure. and for sure. fellas get more game time and they improve and you just see the fruits of it then uh, uh, once you come to adult level I was down in Castlehaven um, you know at a, at a press night um, last week and I just some some buzz down there, right, down there like just Brilliant. you know uh, blue and white flags outside every house and you know the facilities they have now the standard you know state-of-the-art uh, gym facilities it's incredible though it's a credit to everyone down there really and uh, you know they just they just love their football and um you know they'll be they'll be desperate to um bring andy scanlon you know west of the viaduct for the, f- for the first time since yeah, they're, uh, probably they're, they're overdue one dennis won't they in that they're like you know the bars all right we'll maybe look back on this era we could have won more but they still did win their couple of counties obviously nemo without being amazing have still produced some fantastic performances always delivering finals have you know are the county champions among worst Castlehaven have been there thereabouts they've had loads of big wins you know loads of dramatic games with the Bears and semi-finals and whatnot but they haven't won a title since 2013 yeah, yeah they lost to the two to Nemo last 2015 after replay and then the Covid delayed one yeah. yeah yeah so there's there's bound to be regrets there um, but this is a chance to, to kind of put that right you know you think back 10 years ago and Mark Collins and Damien Callan and Brian Hurley were all mainstays and they were all hip young gun- gunslingers they're all still there they're all just as important uh, and they're still you know they're, they're just as good players and you know f- for them you know they w- they would just absolutely love to to just be able to kind of I won't say bookend because they're not at the end of their careers yeah yet, but add but another medal to reflect exactly, how yeah. good their careers have been that's it and players. you know to, to be able to do it like that 10 years apart would be a, an excellent achievement and then you have Paul Carrigan who's you know yeah. had started games this year but was most likely going to be an impact sub like he was in the semi-final yeah, well, he's well, won 10 out of 11 senior county finals yeah, we, we asked, we asked Paul O'Donovan after the semi-final like if if there was an injury worry or anything and he said basically he wants Paul on the pitch at the end when he can have Uses cuteness and experience. Impact, so he's, still, yeah. he's, still, he's still got pace like, and still got quality. Yeah, he, like, the burst of pace was always something that was associated with him. But he, he just, you know, he just know he has a football brain. He knows what to do with the ball. He knows if the score is on for himself, he knows if someone else is in a better position. And in in the closing stages when the fat is in the fire, that's a he's huge, a um, there, huge asset and to have. Th- there have been some other, like, I was going to say they're lesser lights because someone like Mark Cronin's on the Cork Senior panel, but the likes of Mark Cronin, Alan O'Donovan, Connor Horgan, they've all been very good this year for Nemo, haven't they? You know, but they're, like, they're not lesser lights, but they're not as well known as we'll say a Luke Connolly or a Paul Kerrigan, but they, they've really kept them tipping along all season. And yeah. They've never looked like getting beaten re- really, maybe the Clon game in the bad conditions, but other than that, mm. they've been very solid all the way through. Yeah, they've just they? done enough, like, just they, enough, yeah. but very solid, yeah. very composed. Yeah, as someone like Brian Murphy at the back. Yeah, you know, he, a rock solid player. Yeah, 
Um, Stephen Cronin, of course, great distributor of the ball coming up. He was brilliant in the semi-final. Yeah, there's just a real, there's always a real cohesion to Nemo. Um, and, you know, when when you play and win so many games together like that, the trust builds up among fellas, like, and it gives you a feeling kind of of invincibility almost. But it mightn't be said, like, but on the pitch, like, you know. They back themselves. Yeah, exactly. Like Castle Havens, you know, young guns have really stepped up uh, this season. Like, you That's know, been like difference like maker, hasn't it? Yeah. Like the Sean Brown, Jack O'Neill, Thomas O'Mahony, you know, they've they've made a big difference really, like and um you know, even you know, Jack Allen, I know he's been on the team he's last year. He's, he's, yeah. he's you know, he, he's really been on, on fire um this this year. And I I know we've spoken about him, you know, a couple of times on the podcast, you know, and you know, John Cleary will you know, ah, yeah, he's be, I can't see him yeah, not being in the mix for, for the football and he's yeah. been had a good year with the hurling too, but I think I think for me, anyway, having watched him play a lot this year, I think he can offer an awful lot to the football. Maybe more than the hurling, where it might be harder to get, like get the, a look. The two hurlers are coming into this now, and you know, on song, Luke Connolly got two three against uh, Do Hello in the semi final. So you know, it, it should be it should be a, should a, be a, a, a very game, good yeah. game. But you know, wait for it now. It'll be eight points to seven. Yeah, yeah probably no, not. It should, it should, two teams because no, no, they'll both go yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. I think they, they will. They both go to play football. There'll be no blanket defenses. Yeah, and. Should make for a, a good game, yeah. Yeah, because I, I I spoke with, with James McCarthy, the, the Haven manager last week, and you know, he said they, they, they will be going. They're ready. Uh, for yeah, it. They'll, they'll go all out for. And who do you, who do you think Dennis is, is going to? Nemo just begging to be written off again, and yeah. going, everyone's tip Castle Haven to win. I I think I'd go Castle Haven very narrowly. Yeah, tentative vote for for Castle Haven as well. Yeah, yeah. I suppose look beforehand the Bar- Bars were the team to beat to me, but Haven have done that now, so. Well, that, that's it, and. They, they were so good they, they were really good for a half against Ballon Colleague and they were just really good for almost all the game against the Bears and I think I think they'll on form I suppose yeah they'll, probably they'll be putting their absolute heart and soul into Neymar it will be loving this like, but well, no, I, know, I, I, I think sure. I think Castlehaven will, will share it yeah yeah they're, they're slight favourite and for the other two games over the weekend Barry so we we have Kilmurray are playing on Saturday afternoon and um, they'll certainly be favourites in that one anyway having won the Junior A County last year and they're playing the Bears second team um, they'll they'll definitely be be, be favourites there, like. But I suppose at the same time as I always say, when they're playing a second team, the pressure then is on the first team to deliver. And that's on Saturday afternoon. How do you think that will go? Yeah, it's on at three o'clock in the park. Uh, I suppose yeah, Kilmore will will start as favourites, but uh, you know I, I wouldn't be right off the the bars really. I think you know they've a very good team, good experience with the likes of um, Michael Shields, you know uh, Dennis O'Brien. Own Commons, you know, they've very good experience mixing them with the with the younger players like the Captain Alan, Alan McCarthy, Fionn Crowley, uh, Kieran Doolin, who's better known as a as a hurler. He, the Cork he, 20s, he yeah. yeah, the Cork twenties, uh, um, in the Cork twenties final this year. As he came off the bench in the semi final against Arn and, and made a difference. So, um, yeah, they've all, they've all played a good level of underage football yeah. again because the Bears have been very competitive in that for for the last twenty years. And, and they would have been trained with the, with the Premier Seniors all year. Um, but you know, Kilmory. You know, it is. Uh, you know, they won the Junior A Football County. You know, l- last year, and um, that was their first adult um, county title in thirty six years. And here they, they are kept now. The momentum um, going. They could win. And I suppose se- in Munster did they run into Fossa and the Clifford, so like they 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 might have made a bit of a mark there. But uh, as always, the Kerry County champions are so strong; mm. it's very difficult to get past them. But they, you know, going into this season, they they haven't let the pace slip at all, have they? Yeah, no, no, they haven't. And um, you know, they have a very settled team. You know, a very settled team, and like they, they they won their three group games, and then they beat um, Cove by by two points in the semi final. Uh, Sean Warren is 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 back from a long term injury, and he's made a difference. Uh, Joe Ryan, who was home for a short period uh, from uh, Australia, 
he was actually supposed to go home this week, but he's staying uh, around the final. Staying around for the county final, and that's that's that'll be a, um, you know, he's a huge player, like for, for, you know. And you mentioned the Monster Club Championship. There, it will be interesting to see how Kilmurray fare in it this year after a season of Premier Junior. Now that that has changed, because regardless of the result, they're true. Because yeah, the bar second like, team like the Premier Junior okay. hurling with St Catherine's going yeah. on. Yeah, so. I, it'll be just a, a good barometer to see if, if that decision to to kind of just rename it from well sorry they didn't rename it in the football but they bring in the anyway, like the hurling yeah. at the Premier Junior will go forward to Munster and no Clifford's hanging around there anyway. exactly. I know yeah, whoever yeah, wins no in Kerry will be strong but you know uh, <laughs> after waiting 36 years for you know, to, to, you know, to win a, a county title, they, they could win a, they could win a second row. one in, uh, in uh, under 12 months, so it would be some story for, for But again, like Middleton last week, you know, like la- last weekend in, against Ahabullock, it'll be the same scenario and that the Bears will, you know, they, will, they won't fade quite into tonight, they'll tear yeah. into it. And, and like uh, Evan's own second team, like, you yeah, know, the, that's against the, Catchins the benchmark the, for everybody. In you know. the Premier, hurling, Premier Junior Hurling final, so. Um, no, it, it will be it'll be a good game. It'll be a close game, but I do fancy. Uh, yeah, you'd have to be lean to Kilmore. Yeah. And what about for the opener on on at lunchtime? I suppose it is well, now yeah, on Sunday. It, it'll look like everyone's supporting Castlehaven on Sunday with all the blue and white flags, Bantry up against Kilnamartra. Be a very good. Game. You can make a strong case for either team. You know, yeah. Bantry lo- lost the final last year, come back very well, even though Rory Dean has been missing for chunks of the campaign. He was back for the semi final, um, and I I think. I think his presence would just give them the the edge. If he's a full tilt around midfield in Parky Creeve, you'd say, God, he, he's a great yeah. man to cover ground. Like. Yeah, and they they have scores from, from other areas too, as like Kilimartra. Th- they've got over the, the semi-final hump that was kind of ha- hamstringing them for a few years and maybe they'll, maybe get into the final will kind of release the shackles a little bit, but at the same time, it brings its own pressures and maybe that experience of last year will just stand to, to bantry that bit. It's a hard one to call, uh, Barry, isn't it? I think it'll be another good weekend for, for Midcock. Um, I'm gonna, I'm if ever there's <laughs> a tight call, Barry will uh, back course, the Musbury yeah, yeah. Club. I, th- I, I think he'll match. I think he'll match. Um, will edge it. Like, you know, since they won the Intermediate Football Championship in, in 2018, like they got to the qualifying in 2019 and semi-finals in 2020, 21 and 22. So they've been very they've close. Been building and building and um, building. Yeah. And getting over that semi-final hurdle uh, this season against Castron Bay was huge. And uh, Dan O'Dean, who, you know, is on the Cork Senior Football Team, he's on, he's on fire. He was very and good and last He missed, f- missed out for Cork this year, basically, because of injury. Barry. Injury, yeah, effectively, yeah. Like, he was like, trying to get back fit. So like, like, in the first group game this year, um, Kilometro were, were, you know, in a very uh, tight game with a header. And uh, it was in the melting pot, and Dano, um, as is better known as, um, you know, came off the bench and, and, and kind of got Kilimatra over the line really in, in, in that one open close. He's so a great athlete and a good shooter too, like isn't he? So at that level, he's he's a serious yeah, operator. Um, so you know, I think Kilimatra will, will just about uh, edge it. Yeah, like you know, they have and they have a Kerry man over yeah. them. John Evans, yeah, yeah, I big personality. So yeah, I, I think um, I think they'll get over the line. Yeah, obviously he's a very experienced uh, manager. So. Um, but as Premier Intermediate games or as warm-up games, and I know it's not a warm-up game for the clubs involved, but in terms of the context of Sunday's doubleheader being an appealing doubleheader, like they're, they're two very, very good games there now to... Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. If fellas are looking to All pass a bit of time games. on the Sunday bank holiday afternoon, you know, we'd be giving out about the quality of football, but there'd be a good chance both of those matches will be reasonably high-scoring and featuring a lot I of good I football so, and a lot yeah, of yeah, positive yeah. attacking football. Yeah, you'd, you'd hope so anyway. Um with the pressure of a final can affect teams differently and you, you you can end up with a very tense and tight thing and fellas more afraid of not making mistakes but the potential is there for two very good games this week. 
fingers crossed and of course in all our excitement Barry to look ahead to Cork Limerick in the first round of the Munster Football Championship last year we forgot to pick a hurler of the weekend was there anyone oh, stood I out over the weekend Matthew Bradley Matthew Bradley was the, the yeah Matthew yeah. Bradley yeah. so he was the me, official yeah. man in the match for winning the county with a bullet did he get four or five points in play and he was on the freeze and he got 12 points eight freeze ah, yeah, yeah. Impress, impressive stuff and Matthew's always been a good player I, I'm not sure if he was a dual minor for Cork but he certainly was a minor hurler for Cork in 2016 yeah. and, and played very well for them I remember they beat Waterford down in Waterford he was a, a standout player and they were lucky to lose to a very strong tip team so always been a player that's impressed and yeah, a yeah. very good dual player isn't and he? a very nice guy as well off the pitch and um, good soccer player too yeah. With, yeah. with, with coach where he t- t- ticks every box one of those fellas who's ta- talented in every which way and I suppose Ahabal were the same way in terms of teams at the weekend obviously we did draw in the Blarney match anyway so Blarney New Systone game but was it impressive stuff from Ahabal wasn't it Ahabal yeah, would be um, team of the week but you know I think Can- uh, C- C- uh winning the uh, the Mick Hawk uh, or, or ju- a shout out for Bell 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 but, uh, might have a shout yeah but uh, it was Canavie winning the Mick Hawk for the first time since 2007 and um yeah, the Carrigan was, was was going well, and and <laughs> I, can't I can't imagine it was. Well, it was great. <laughs> what, what I like about Belgooley look was that they're playing junior B for so long. Obviously, they've got the Dwyers back who would have played with yeah. Martin winning counties, the Dwyer brothers, and they're bringing through some younger players. And you know, it's it's great to see a club like that, a la Russell Rovers and stuff. Yeah. You know, we're pushing Just on, taking their chance, making the break. It'll be yeah. interesting to see how Shawnee gets on with them in the. Uh, county championship yeah. now when the celebrations die down <laughs> exactly yeah. well, thanks very much for joining us everybody you can find us every Tuesday on echolive.e forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts the Echo Sport Podcast in association with O'Sullivan Brothers DIY kitchens wardrobes stores and floors we supply to your design Visit osbgroup.ie, our in-branch at Holly Hill and Toker.